This episode of Talk Your Book is proudly brought to you by Honan, providing a complete range of insurance, risk, and financial solutions. Fundies called me up, told me to take a look, but stay stubborn as bulls and talk their own book. Get the money, get the money, get, get the money. Hi, I'm Chris Judd and you're watching Talk Your Book and today we're joined by industry heavyweight and I think our most viewed historical guest, uh, David Williams from Kitta Williams. David, thanks very much for coming back on Talk Your Book. My pleasure. Historical guest, is that a reference to my age? No, or, uh... no, we've, we've been on uh, a number of times before and yeah. I, I think you've got our most views, so you're the, the, the current record holder. Great, brilliant. Now, uh, before we get into your role, maybe start by telling us about what stock you're going to speak about today. Uh, I'm going to talk about Rate My Agent, um, ASX RMY. Now, before we dig into it, if we just go to the the price action over the last 12 months as, as provided by market tech. It looks like it's held up pretty well compared to most stocks in the tech space. Operationally, a couple of things that stood out was the first month of positive cash flow in June 2020, and then obviously the, the rights issue to raise five and a half million bucks in December. Before we dig into the numbers, maybe start with, with the business model for those that aren't familiar with Rate My Agent and how it works. Well, think about Rate My Agent as providing a profile for every real estate agent in the country. Think about it that way. Think about it as like a LinkedIn, if you like, a supercharged LinkedIn for real estate agents. So that in, in, in your profile on our site, we would have every house you've sold recently, a photo of it, what, how much it sold for, all the details of it, every house you're selling at the moment, and, we, we, and all your personal details. How do we get that? Even if you'd never heard of us and you went on, there would be a photo of you and all of this data. And uh, we get it because Real estate is really a public transaction. So in the first instance, we you know, took all that from public records. Now we're so popular in Australia that all of that's given to us by agents and by brokerages. In other words, they give us a direct feed. We add to that the ability for agents to go and get reviews every time they sell a property. And when we send that review form out to people who sold a property, we get a 65% back. So imagine that, you know, if, if you and I went to a restaurant tonight and there was 200 people there, nobody would leave a review, right? Unless they got their soup spilled over them or something like this. In the case of real estate, when we sell a house or when you sell a house as an agent, we send a review out to the vendor immediately. And most of those things are done within the two hours after it's sold, mm. but we get 65% return rate. So, you Do you know, think that's because people are either really happy or really pissed off after yeah, a, a property transaction? Yeah, probably. There's a, well, I think if you've sold the property, um, then um, you're typically euphoric. Yeah. You know? So a couple of hours after, you're probably still drinking champagne. <laughs> and, um, and so in the main, a lot of those reviews are good. They're not all good, by the way. And we do sift out some. If there's any blasphemy and so forth, we typically take it out. But there's lots of gray area. You know, I'm, I mean, this will, you'll find this funny, but we had one recently where a woman uh, said that she'd sold her house quite successfully. And she said, look, I'm not going to recommend that agent because he slept with one of my friends. <laughs> So, you know what, I, now, in the office, I thought that should have gone in, but there are other people who took it out. But Depends even, what you're after from your agent. Yeah, well, that's right. Any, in any case, when there's bad reviews, we, if, it's, if there's a lot of swearing, okay, we take, it, we take it down. But we encourage the reviewer and the agent to get together, and oftentimes they're changed or you know, just modified a bit. So agents have gotten over the early um, trepidation of getting reviews of them put on, 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 on site, you know? And if they get an occasional bad one, you know, it makes it look real. 
But in any case, think about it as a supercharged LinkedIn profile with all your reviews um, and all the houses you're selling and all your private details. And that's really powerful. The purpose of that is that in real estate, people are looking at our site, looking for the best agent. And we know statistically that when somebody employs an agent to sell their house, 82% of them only go, to, only go to one agent. And they do it either by talking to friends or looking at the boards around the neighborhood, or they go onto Google and search Google, or they come onto Rate My Agent, search, search Rate My Agent. So, so we've been able to, in Australia to really um, blitz that. So we've got 77% of all agents in Australia on the platform, and 36% of those are paying. So it's, it's a profitable business in Australia, and it's getting more profitable because we're, not, we're trying to get that 36% up to 66% and, and, and further. And we're now on break even, and the odd month is now cash flow positive. And talk to us through that, that freemium model where the agents can jump on there for free, yeah. but if they pay, they get some added features. What are those right. added features that they the, get once the, they pay? The added features are that they get to add a lot more color and light and movement to their, their own site within Rate My Agent. The added features are that they can stream their reviews through to Google, through to their own website, and through to other forms of social media. The added benefits are that they can um, you know, just get more into our marketing products. So it greatly improves their organic search on Google once they pay. Really increases their SEO. Yeah. So it's fantastic for agents. And uh, you know, one of the things we find in Australia, for example, is when you get to the go to the older agencies, the guys who are older, say my age, they go, oh, "I don't need to be on this. Everybody knows me in the neighbourhood, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But over time, a month later, you're sitting in the in the tea room, and some young buck in the office who's just got a job, and you say, "Well, how'd you get that job? Oh, I got to operate my agent." Finally, the old guys are coming on as well because they go, "Shit, I'm, <laughs> maybe I should have got that job." You know. Yeah. So it's 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 really powerful. And um, if we wanted to do nothing in internationally, it's really going very well, by the way, in New Zealand. But if we wanted to do anything internationally outside of that, we'd be quite profitable in Australia now and increasing in profitability as we get more agents to pay. If anything, if, if I reflect on history, we probably gave too much away in the, premium, in the freemium model. And in the US, now that we've gone into the US, it's starting to dial that back a bit so that there's less in the freemium model and then a lot more in the in in the payment model, you know. And we're getting good traction because of that as well in the conversion. Yeah. And and talk to me once you do have an agent on their platform. What's yeah. been and they're paying. What's yeah. the churn like from there? Um, it's it's not very much in Australia. I'm, I'm, don't quote me on this, but it's probably two percent. Yeah. But think about uh, the real estate market in Australia as being, let's say, fifty-five thousand real estate agents. We're really only interested in the top 35,000 because okay. there's a lot of agents who are registered but left the industry. There's a lot of agents who haven't sold a property this year. We're only interested in the people who've sold at least one property. So we, I'd call that an active agent. Yeah. But even then, we're really interested in the people who are selling five, six, eight, ten properties. And we've got guys who sell 100 properties a year, you know. But they're the ones we really want to go after because they're the, the superchargers, if you like, you know. And, and what does it cost them to be on the platform? Well, it's it's about the average agent in Australia paid last year in FY22, $982 yeah. per, for the full year. Okay, so it's roughly 40 bucks, 45 bucks, uh, depending on how they configure it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that's an important number. So, you know, get people to, when, who are looking at this stock, think about that. $980 Aussie paid per agent, 36% of the agents in Australia are on that paying. I think when you get to, um, get, we'll get to that soon with the addressable yeah. market in the US, Correct. I dare say. That's Correct. Well, it's relevant for that. You know? Yeah. 
And so talk me through uh, the market cap and maybe with the recent raise and, and the balance sheet and, and how yeah. they're sitting there. So the market cap is 80 million. Um, it's trading at uh, 13, 14 cents a share. And uh, it's trivial for me, it's an option value to be honest. And people will have seen that I've bought some more stock recently. I now own 32% of it. Uh, and uh, that's how much confidence I got in it. You know, I love this company and you've said we'll come to it, but when, when you look at what we're doing in Australia, if you could just transpose that, forget about when we get to 66% of paying, if you just transpose what we've got now onto the US, this is an unbelievable company and, uh, and will be an unbelievable company very shortly. And does the cash you've currently got get you through to, to yeah. permanent cash flow break even? Yeah, yeah. Look, we, we've already had a month and maybe two months this year already where we're cash flowed positive. Yeah. Um, but in the main, we're still pumping the US and we've probably got a bit more money to put into the US to really blitz that, you know. And uh, But we've got plenty of money. We did a raising uh, in the last couple of months for five and a half mil. Um, so that we didn't technically need it because we're going into cash flow positive. I thought just... I mean, nobody knows where the market's going. Um, it, I mean, the, the property market in particular, but just yeah. before I go off that, just on a tangent, you know, when the property market sta starts to go down, is that good for us or bad for us? You know, because some agents are going to go out of business, fine. But if they're the agents who are only selling one property or no property, we don't care. If they're on our site, fine. But, you know, we do care. But in the main, though, the guys who are really good, are using this as an opportunity to go harder. Mm. So it, it, when the, the market starts to get a little bit soft, we're finding that people are spending more money on pushing their reviews around around social media. And talk to me before we get onto the US side of the business, the, the Aussie business, uh, yeah. what's the revenue and, and what's it growing at? So the revenue in Australia, FY22 was a bit over 13 million. And that's a mixture of um, monthly retainers and, and promoting yourself around uh, social media. Um, the revenue in FY22 out of the US was only 2 million. So the run rate for the company is just a bit over 15 million last year. Um, in Australia, it grew 38%. In America, it grew 280%. So um, we expect the revenue in, in America to grow very significantly this year and probably Australia no different, you know, 30 odd percent. And it's a, becoming a reasonably mature business in Australia. If you've yeah. got 77% of the agents yeah. on the platform, yeah. albeit you can increase the number that are paying. Yeah. Is there scope to, to grow the revenue by in, or focusing harder on some of the other horizontals? I know mortgage yeah. broking, it looks like, yeah. uh, is part of there. There's obviously a rental market as well. Is yeah. that sort of yeah. a bit of a focus for the Oz business? Yeah, the, look, we're not putting a lot of effort into it, but we have started the mortgage broking side and we have started the rental side. So, you know, how do you rate as a real estate agent you know, in your rental stream? And this is important, more important for the agencies than it is for us, because the agencies, the goodwill value in a, in a brokerage business is really its rental role mm. as much as anything else. So uh, we've started both of those, but just as a what if, I mean, if you think about what we've got, we've got a complete database of every property sold in this country right we've got a complete database of every agent you know now whether they're paying or not it's another question um, so and we've got a complete database of every property that's sold but more particularly when it settles now you know imagine that's how powerful that database is if you're a, a, a removalist yeah right it's a hot lead you not only know who's sold, where their property is, a picture of the place, but you know when it's going to settle. That's Power the companies. Part. Power companies, um, but mortgage brokers as well, and more particularly banks. So, you know, I was talking to somebody from the ANZ uh, recently, and they said to me, look, they've done some research, 
And when you sell a house, it's a catalyst. They're more likely when you sell a house to buy a new car and to go on a holiday and to buy some new furniture. Yeah. So it's a major sort of turning point for a lending decision. So again, um, when we choose to sort of turn on that, um, our priorities have been to go from 36% of agents paying to 60 plus percent in Australia. And our priority is to really grow and supercharge the US because that's where the, you know, that's where the real bucks are gonna be made. You know? Well, let's get into the US because you're chomping at the bit. Uh, <laughs> You, you mentioned what they're growing at, like huge growth, growth already. What yeah. do you sort of see as the potential addressable market in the US? Well, first things first, I mean, if we've got, let's say 50, 55,000 agents in Australia, you would think looking at the US that you might have 500, 600,000 just on a population. Yeah. Population. The fact of the matter is that in the US, you've got about 1.4 million agents. So it's nearly three times as much as you might have expected on a just a transfer basis. And the reason for that is that in the US, there's an agent on both sides. There's a buyer's agent mm. and a seller's agent, number one. They take bigger fees, they take chunkier right. fees. And they there. take a much chunkier fee. So in Australia, you know, the agent's gonna tell you it's gonna cost you two and a half percent. Market's probably two. If you're really a tough ass, you know, you might get it for one and a half. In the US, it's six percent. Oh. Paid for by the seller. And 3% of that goes to your agent, the seller's agent, and 3% of it goes to the buyer's agent. So a lot of these things are sold by having what they'll call broker opens, as opposed to what we used to hear on Saturday, going around the streets and there's an open for inspection where all the flotsam and jetsam come through with their kids. So there's a lot of houses sold in the US using broker. We've got broker, we've got buyer agents, but they're yeah. not buyer agents as they are in the US. So, so what you find in the US is, is that because there's more money involved, and because there's two people on either side of the transaction, you get a lot more agents. Secondly, you get a lot more agents because there's a lot of rural people, people, mainly women, by the way, who are in small communities who might be running the PTA, they're running the soccer club, and they're an agent. And they might only sell one house every two years. So yeah. there's, there's a big tail, if you like, in the US. So the number's huge. But if I, look at the, if I look at the way we do in Australia, and I say, look, I'm only interested in active agents in the US, the fact is there's still 845,000 of them, right? So, so if I looked at the percentage of people we've got in Australia, agents, I mean, and the percentage, take that 850,000 agents and put that onto the Australian database and then take 36% of that. So for me, when I take the whole lot of them over, uh, it's about an $850 million addressable market in the US. When I take the 36% that we've got in Australia and say, listen, let's say over the next two years, we could turn that market and 36% and of them pay, that's over 300 million revenue. And in our case, where we've got hardly, we've only got four or five people in the States, a lot of that, most of that's going to drop to the bottom line. So when I look at it and why I'm so optimistic about the company is that when I look at that, that's 300 million bucks, give or take to the bottom line. For me, that's a billion dollar company. You know? yeah. so there's, my, there's my goal, if you like, if I'm looking out two, three years. And the question is how to supercharge that and how to make that happen. Uh, how to make it happen full stop in the same way as it is in Australia, because that's all it is. And, and more particularly, how do I make it happen more quickly? And, uh, and it is in many ways happening more quickly in the US than it happened in Australia for a whole lot, lot of reasons. You know. And which two markets are you targeting in the US first? Well, we're targeting three markets. For, well, first of all, we've got reviews and agents in every state. Yeah. So that's number one. So we're, we're not sort of letting them go. But where we really started to put some energy only in the last few months into California, into Florida and into Texas. 
arguably we should be putting a lot more effort in also into the north um, northeast, you know, around sort of New York and so forth, especially around New York. But, you know, we're, we're going hard in those states. So there's a, everybody in Florida would know about us. You know, I mean, we're, we're everywhere and we've got huge uh, membership of, in the states already, we have about 250,000 agents on our platform. And, and so when we get, as, as that keeps going up, um, the reviews keep going up, but as that keeps going up, it, it feeds on itself because you and I are in the same agency, we're more of a competitor than the guy down the street because I'm seeing what you're getting out of us, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really interesting what's happening in the US because in, in the US, I mean, agents are independent people anyway, right? So even if you're under Ray White or whoever you're under, um, you know, you still think, a lot of them think of it as their business, right? So the, the brokerage itself is more of an umbrella. In the US, that's even, that's supercharged because these guys are fiercely independent, small businessmen on their own, with their own little teams uh, and so forth. So, you know, we're getting, the people are more aggressive entrepreneurs and therefore they're, they're taking to the platform a lot faster than what we saw in Australia, you know. And, uh, and the second thing is we're seeing brokerages themselves now. So we've already, we've already agreed a, an agreement with um, Berkshire Hathaway, with Remax. And last week, you'll see if people look at the ASX relief, we've just written a, uh, an agreement with Realtor.com. Now, Realtor.com is owned by, well, not wholly, but by Murdoch, who, who owns REA here, or big shareholder here as well. And the agreement we've got with those guys is that we will stream our reviews through to Realtor.com but only in the end, the reviews that come from paying real estate agents. So they've got hundred million eyeballs a year. When you're an agent on our platform and you also have you know, the ability to stream it anywhere on the social media, but through realtor.com, yeah, that's a big deal. You know? So I look at things like that. We've done that sort of deal in the last two years with Domain here, same sort of deal, a bit different, but a bit more attractive actually. But um, we've done it here as well. But that took us five years to do. In the US, we're doing these things after two years, you know. So it's really, you know, that's really exciting to have those sorts of alliances coming up because at the, when we started in Australia, we went to the brokerages, right? We went to every brokerage and stream us your data and they go, no, mate, they're our agents and it's our data. So we just said, well, bugger that, we'll go to the individual agents, which we did. And now you see we've got 77% of it on. But now what's happening is that there's so many agents on it, they go to the head of the agency and go, why don't you pay the wholesale rate for all of us? And everybody can be on, you know? Um, that's already happen happening in the US. And we'll run out of time shortly, but what do you say to people who are watching this and they say with almost all mortgages in the US being 30 year fixed loan mortgages, yeah. US is about to experience, a, probably property prices dropping, but transaction volume and, and hence fees yeah. for real estate agents potentially yeah. fall quite significantly over the next 12 months. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you just think that the stronger agents will survive and it, it won't yeah. be a huge headwind. Is that, is that how you're feeling uh, about 100%. it? 100%. The stronger agents will not only survive, they'll go harder at their own marketing. There'll be some people who don't sell anything and go, why am I in real estate? Because I, I eat what I kill and I'm not killing anything. Yeah. So they'll go, but they're not, a lot of those people aren't on our platform. And if they are, they don't sort of affect us in the longer term. The other thing I'd say to you is that when you look at the US, it's a big place. 
So, for example, at the moment, Florida's booming. Mm. And it's because everybody's moving to Florida. Texas is the same, isn't it? They've got Texas huge migration internally. So, but it's not only weather, it's also tax and, it's a, and a lot of other things. So I know agents in Florida are saying, I'm having the best year I've ever had. Yeah. Whereas, you know, and New York's still going okay, but there's other markets that have dropped off a bit, just like there is here. You know, Double Bay's down 15% in the year, you know, but, but the good agents are still going hard and they're marketing even harder, you know. So uh, I'm not... I'm not worried about the downturn in property. On, on the contrary, I think it, it's some, our, pro, our product really plays into it. And so, you know, I'm firmly fixed on that $300 million worth of revenue coming out of the US, just replicating what we've been able to do in Australia. And I think it's going to be easier to replicate it in, in the US. And by the way, we haven't finished in Australia. So it's, uh, it's just, you know, one of my favourite stocks. Well, no one sells a better story. And uh, I know you've got a heap on. Really appreciate you coming on the show again. Yep, pleasure. Thanks, mate. No problem. This episode of Talk Your Book was proudly brought to you by Honan, who go beyond a transactional insurance broker to deliver better outcomes for their clients. If you're enjoying Talk Your Book, make sure you subscribe to Chris Judd Invest.